Hey friends, welcome to the Life with Chris and Tatum podcast, where each week we'll talk about practical and relevant topics to help you live a life of freedom and purpose. Thanks for joining us today. For more information, please visit lifefellowship.tv. And now let's tune in with Chris and Tatum. Hey, welcome to Life with Chris and Tatum. We are glad you guys are joining us today. Happy Wednesday. If you're listening, we record these and put them out on Wednesday. So hope you're having a good week. A great week. A great one. A fantastic week. Stupendous week. It's a great week to be alive. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will, will rejoice. I will. I'm not going to allow my, my my emotions to tell me what I'm going to do. No, I'm going to I let my will, will decide. Rejoice. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Hey, everybody. Uh, we are, as you can tell, we are fired up for today's podcast. It's going to be legendary. Woo-hoo. Like there's so much that we're going to talk about today that I think is going to really help spur your walk with God on to go to places maybe that you've never been with to the Lord, and it's really going to help develop this um, this passion with Him. You're going to see miracles and God's increase of His peace and presence in your life. Before we do, I just want to say thanks to so many of you that are sharing this serve uh, the service, the podcast out on social media, and you are giving us comments and likes, and you're allowing this community to continue to grow, 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 baby, grow. Yes. Hey, as a reminder, if you guys have specific topics or questions for us, things that you'd like us to talk about, you can send us your questions or your feedback. We call it mailbag. Mailbag. Send it to info at lifefellowship.tv and just put attention, Chris. Not just kidding. You can say podcast or whatever. Yeah. We'll podcast, get it. Podcast, Life with Chris and Tatum. Yeah. Send us some, uh, some things that you want us to talk about. That is fun for us to read and we enjoy just hearing from you. Okay. Today... We're going to talk about four steps to finding favor with God. And so I want you to think about this. Let's be honest. If you can get yourself in favor with the most powerful person in the universe, you're doing really well. Yes. And it's not difficult to do, let's just say by that. It sounds like ginormous because he is the most powerful, most wonderful, most amazing God, but he does love you and care for you. And we want to talk about how you can sit under the umbrella of his favor. Right. Because the enemy comes alongside and lies to people and says that, you know, that you don't matter. He doesn't hear you. He's disappointed with you. He's uh, in you. He's embarrassed by you. And that, man, all the things you did this last week, let me say it like this. People think, well, because I didn't spend time with God the last three or four or five days, let's just say that's you that all of a sudden there's a need in your life, they think, well, I guess I can't talk to God because I haven't talked to him for the last five or six days. That's the enemy talking, yeah. That's the enemy. Let me tell you how God thinks. God thinks, you know what? I love it when you talk to me. Yeah, I'm waiting. He's not scorekeeping, thinking about all the times you didn't talk to him. He's he's loving it the times that that, that you guys actually uh, converse together, have Spend uh, spend time together. Yeah. And the great thing is that God is told us clearly in his word that we can fall into favor with him. And so there is a reality that you can be walking in the fog. <laughs> the favor of God. Favor of God. It's the an acronym. acrostic. Oh, is it acronym? Acrostic. Acrostic. 
Okay, I was yeah, thinking, it's okay. an acrostic, favor of God. I'm walking in the fog. Hey, everyone, today, tell somebody. Don't. I'm walking in the fog. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm walking in the favor of God. So here's four steps to getting there. Number one. Diligently seek after him. So when you are pursuing him uh, with passion, with intentionality, with consistency, being diligent, the Bible says that he has promised to reward you. He's going to bless you uh, because you're wholeheartedly seeking him. What's the verse in Hebrews, Chris, do you have it in front of you? Uh, I actually don't, but if you want to pull that up, that'd be great. There's something about uh, seeking the Lord. You know, when... Um, when the Lord was speaking one day, he was talking about the fact that he stands at our at the heart of our door and he and he knocks. The, the door the, of our heart. The door of our heart and he knocks. And he and he said that if any man would open up that door, he said, I'll come in and I will I will have a dinner with him, I'll have a meal with him, and we're gonna get to know each other. There's something about it when you finally open up your heart to the Lord and you seek after him. I mean, it 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 impacts. In, in incredible ways. that, And I think that God is looking for those that are going to seek after him. Because right now we're living in a world that is seeking after worldly things. Mm-hmm. And God mm-hmm. is a spirit, it says. And those that worship him, those that seek after him, must do it in spirit mm-hmm. and in truth. And so diligently seek after him. And I use that word diligent on purpose. Like we've got to be intentional. you got to be uh, 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 passionate. And I don't think that that's something that you can just uh, fabricate in your own heart. So if you don't feel that, here's a prayer that I pray all the time. Holy Spirit, help me to desire you. Mm-hmm. Give me the desire to desire you. Because you can't even desire God in your own strength. You can't desire God in your own um, in your own ability. Seek God out. And he promises that if you do, he will reward you. That's true. You know, um, the second thing that we need to do is we need to search out the wisdom of God's word. So he promises us that when we discover his wisdom, we obtain favor from, from him. So God is a God that just so loves it when we are passionate about finding out his will and his will for our life. And when we walk in his will, my, that's when we're, we're going to be- The blessing th- comes. That's when the, favor. Yeah, Think favor about our comes. kids. Yeah. When our kids are following in line with our will for them, yeah. that we set for them, not because we're trying to be harsh or mean, we want to set them up to win. Yeah. We they gain favor yeah. with dad. <laughs> it's a, tr- a true uh, picture of great analogy of doing what the Lord says and um, out of a desire from your heart, being willing and wanting. But really, how do you know that you're doing that unless you know his will, right? And how do we discover the will of God? By reading the word of God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so really, until we, um, you know, the Bible talks about people being destroyed for a lack of knowledge, God's people. And I believe that part of that is the lack of knowledge that his people have and what he wants for them. What is the purpose of God for their life? What uh, What is the plan that God has for you? What are the promises that he's made? If we don't know them, how, how can we 
how can we behold them? How can we we say, that's mine, Lord. You promised this. I know that you're a God that doesn't, doesn't lie. You're not a man that says something and then changes your mind. We have to know what the promises of God are so that we can grab a hold of them and claim them for our lives, walk them out. Um, and the way that we find and discover those are by reading his word, learning his word, memorizing his word, um, and, and making it important and prioritizing that in our life. You know, uh, the Lord said to, um, he said to this, uh, he said this to Joshua, Joshua chapter one, verse eight. He said, this, th- this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it. And that word meditate is what a cow does. When he eat, no, a cow is not out in the field meditating. No, no, no. But when they that chew, word, when when a cow cud. eats, when they eat grass, mm-hmm. they chew it for a while, they swallow it, it digests, they spit it back up into their mouth, they chew it some more, they swallow it, they spit it back up, they chew it some more. That process there in the Greek and in the Hebrew is where we get the word to meditate. So when I meditate on God's word, I I chew it, you swallow it, you mm-hmm. bring it back up a little bit later on in the day. Oh yeah, that was really good. Wow, man, there's it, and you you keep this process going. He says the book of the law shall not uh, depart out of your mouth, but you should you should meditate on it day and night so that you can observe and do according to all that's written in there. For then God says, I'm going to make your way prosperous and you're going to have good success. So good. Man. What a great promise. That's favor. That's the favor of God. Yeah. We need that. I need that in my life. Um, I love what uh, uh, Leonard Ravenhill said. He said, one of these days, some simple soul will pick up uh, the the book of God, read it, and believe it. Then the rest of us will be embarrassed. Hmm. And it's time that we just believe it for what what it says. And when you start living out the wisdom of God's word, God promised that you will find favor with him. In fact, let me give you some habits to help you grow in your relationship with with God. Let's talk about them. Because habits are powerful. In fact, let me say it like this. Uh, Habits are stronger than your desires. Yeah, this is such a true statement and you almost have to like hear it again. So maybe say it again. Habits are stronger than your desires. Meaning this, that your habits... um, there are so many people that have a habit to stop uh, smoking. Uh, they have a desire, a desire, a desire to stop smoking, but because they have a habit of it, it trumps it every time. Yeah. So there's people that say, I want to I wanna get in shape. I want to be healthy. Mm-hmm. They have a desire to do that, but their habits are trump stronger your desires. Than the desire. So people mm-hmm. say, man, I want to be spiritual. I want to run after God and be close to him. Well, yeah. you don't have any habits. Mm-hmm. And so you can have all the desires that you want, but if you don't have habits, yes, your habits are stronger than your desires. And your habits are shaping a future that you're going to love or a future that you're going to hate. The things you're doing today, the daily things that sometimes seem mundane or they seem uh, very behind the scene, no one knows, those are what make or break your future. So uh, research has told us that it takes 21 days to form a habit. So think about this. What if you do what I'm about to tell you? Uh, I'm going to give you three things here. This is kind of a sub point, but three things over the next three weeks and do them in your life and watch your walk with God flourish, grow, Mm -hmm. thrive. 
These are three habits, daily habits, to grow in your relationship with God. Here's the first one. So the, at first, um, at breakfast each morning, why don't you just read a chapter of Proverbs? Like, open your Bible, find a, a, a chapter out of the book of Proverbs, because there's 31 books, and usually in a month about— 31 chapters. Um, yeah, chapters. I'm thinking 31 days in some months. Um, and by the time you're done eating, you'll have— Already read a chapter of the Bible. Of the book of problems that was written by the wisest wise man that ever lived. Words. So much wisdom and so much applicable truth for like right now in your life. Go to Proverbs. Think about how easy that is. By the time you get done drinking one cup of coffee or eating eating some breakfast, you could have already read through one chapter of yeah. the book of Proverbs. Good, easy tip to getting in a great habit. Yeah, so if you did that over the next 21 days, I'd encourage you to do that for the next 31 days, and you will have read through all of Proverbs, and you mm-hmm. will have gained incredible wisdom. You and will. then, hey, let me just say this. When you're reading it, listen for the Lord to speak to you about a certain um, verse that might stand out to you, that when mm-hmm. you read it, you go, oh, that was, that was good. Then read it again. Read that again, mm-hmm. and then read it again. And, and then let that, if you need to, take a screenshot of your phone, um, mm-hmm. of that verse, uh, or text it to yourself or something like that so you can be write it on a little card or a sticky note, and let that be the verse that you meditate. Remember, like the cow, let it, you chew it throughout the day. Yes. Sit down at lunch and pop open your photo of it on your phone and You're look at it again. You're walking on the treadmill or, at the gym. Yeah. Pop it open there, and you see it, and like, ah, oh. and that's, I need to be reminded of that. So that's number one. And I'd encourage you to do that as a daily habit. Number two, how about find a devotional that you really enjoy reading? This is much easier to do now in the last like 10 years than it was before, but there are so many wonderful- And they're all free. Digital, free You don't have to go apps or pay devotions. for all kinds of stuff. Yeah. We use, you You do. I was about to say we, which one do you want to say? Well, I'll tell you what I do I in a, a second. I use a girly one, but yeah. I use a, a Bible app called First Five by Lisa Turkist, which I love. And I've been using that app for a couple of years now, it feels like. And I love it. I'm just, First five. First five, because it the devotionals are meant to be um, within like about a five-minute range of reading. And then you can do some deeper diving with some options it gives you um, to learn more. But so it's amazing. What was the one it. that you, there was like a little uh, story that you read today that was kind of, you went, oh, Chris, this, was, this is really good, a good reminder. Of the devotional I read this uh-huh. morning? So there was a jar. Yeah. So it, they just gave an example that I was telling him about with, um, put, you could put two different types of ants in a jar. Black ants and red ants. Yeah. And they will live happily ever after. Digging holes in the sand and all that Whatever, stuff. whatever. Yeah. yeah. But if you shake the jar violently, uh, the red ants will start attacking the black ants and so forth. The black uh, ants attack the red ones. And uh, because they'll think that the pain they're feeling and experiencing is because of the other type of ant. And um, so just to explain from my devotional this morning was talking about how the Lord has created us all so uniquely, so differently, um, with different uh, personality traits, different strengths, different weaknesses, different sizes, different colors. You know, we're all so unique and how a lot of times the we see that the enemy can make us think that because of our differences, the problem is the person who's different than me. But just as a reminder, the Lord died for you and loves you as much as he did uh, the person who is seems to 
cause your frustration or your pain or whatnot because they're so different. So um, anyway, you asked me to tell the story about no, it, so I did. But the, the, the Bible app that I love, First Five, but listen, version Bible app uh, is, a free, is a free one. Number and one has, downloaded app on... Uh, really has hundreds, if not thousands. There's thousands of Bible reading plans. Yeah. If you want a Bible reading plan on marriage, on leadership, on health, on investments, on grief, on divorce, on singleness, you, just type you little, name it, and yeah. it will take you on an exploration. Yeah, there's a lot But being do offered. it daily. Yeah. Do it daily. For me, I, I'm a little bit more, so those of you that, that kind of like the studious stuff like that, I have a program called uh, uh, Logos Bible uh, Software. And in there, there's all kinds of commentaries, and it, I click a word, and it gives me the definition in Greek, and I can, you know, go down on the strong in, uh, Strong's concordance on that, and then I can dive in and find out what every place where that word is, which is a click of the button, and so I can I can go all over the Bible, and uh, I I enjoy. And you can Greek out. I can, you can Greek out. <laughs> <laughs> you know that was good. Okay, that was fun. So. Read a, read a chapter of the Bible every morning. Number two, get into a devotional and do it every day. Number three, this is a, a this is so practical that you might want to dismiss it, but just listen to this. Have your time with God in the same same place, same time, every day. Amen. I agree. So I mean, for me, I, I mean, I got a little place in our den where where I set up, and I, I positioned the, these pillows. Because there's all these pillows, <laughs> lots of pillows everywhere, there are not. <laughs> and I have to position them in a certain way. And right there, and you know, sometimes you know, we'll, I'll, we'll go a little Catholic um, and, and light ourselves a little ca- uh, candle right there. And I got my special coffee cup that I always use the same coffee cup. <laughs> Creatures of habit. And I've got my little uh, Life Fellowship worship instrumental soaking uh, music on there, worship music, and. I create the same time, same place. Yeah, because habits are so powerful. How many of you guys have tried to have, you know, you're like, oh, I didn't have time with the Lord in the morning. And then you're like, oh, I'll just do it later on at night. Usually doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Yeah, because it's like out of your pattern, out of the norm. It's really difficult to do differently. We typically work out in the mornings. Yeah, we do. And we say, well, it's, we got a lot going on, so we really real can't do day. it. We'll do it. We'll do it at night. And nighttime comes around, I'm like, well, I just don't feel like fifty percent of the time. We're like, oh <laughs> More my than that. goodness, no, no. We at night, fifty yeah. percent of the time we go if we say we're going to go. The other fifty okay. percent we just drive home. But the point being, it's so much better for us and for you because human beings relate in this way. When you do the same thing. Day after day after day, you're creating healthy habits, which are powerful and will trump your desire yeah. because you're in the habit of doing it. Just like you brush your teeth every morning, even if you don't have the desire to, hopefully, by the time you're an adult, because it's just part of the routine you've had since you were a child. You, you don't have to think about it. You just do it. Same way with healthy habits of getting into God's Word, finding a re- reading a Bible plan, and s- spending time with the Lord will be a wonderful habit you can introduce um, into your life that will reap benefits, eternal benefits, generational benefits, and start. Take the challenge for the next 21 days and just say, you know what? I'm going to do it. Listen, just I double do dog it. every person that's listening you to me dog. right now. Double dog dare you with the cherry on top. There you go. A little whipped little cream, little sprinkles, sprinkles. Stop. Uh, I double dog dare you to go, to go after God for the next 21 days. So... 
Uh, how are we going to gain favor with God? Number one, diligently seek after him. Number two, search out the wisdom of God's word. Okay, so search Start it out. Start in Proverbs. Start and in so Proverbs. these are some habits that you mm-hmm. can do. You know, get into Proverbs every day. Find yourself a little devotional book. Have, have that time with God every day, same place, same time. These are some habits that I'm challenging you to commit to. Number three, develop a lifestyle of praising God without apology. Meaning, uh, if you read about the churches in the book of Acts, they were bold to praise God with their, with their voices. Even in the midst of persecution, even in the midst of tough times, and when they did that, they found favor with all kinds of people. So, for instance, uh, this past weekend, uh, we sang the song, The Goodness of God. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm reminded of the goodness, uh, the, the, and, I, and I forget even how the tune goes on that song, but it's called The Goodness of God. It's, it comes out of Bethel Church. You know the tune? Are you asking me to sing it? No, I just, just I hum it. it. Do you, Something... if you know it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so con- uh, curious now. I got it on my playlist here. Hold on. I'm too curious. I'm sorry, everybody. Some of you are going, I already know what this song is. The goodness of God. Uh, all my life you have been yeah, faithful. All my life That's you it. have been faithful. I was looking for that one lyric. All my life you have been so, uh, so yep. good. Well, after Every service, there is there one is. of our incredible um, church online family members that mm-hmm. lives in Kansas City, um, and his wife, about uh, three or four months ago Maybe now- Maybe eight or eight, 12 weeks. Yeah, mm-hmm. Passed away because of COVID. Yeah. And um, boy, they would watch so every single yeah. week, invest financially into the church, and just hearts of gold- uh, and we really do. We consider our church family, uh, our church online family, just as much of our, as our our physical church family that's here. Um, and so he was in town, came to service, yeah. and he told me after service, he said, you know, I know that I've lost my wife, and it's been the toughest thing that I've ever gone through. He said, mm-hmm. I cannot explain to you the depth of grief and pain that I am experiencing because of, of that, but when we sang the song, all my life you have been faithful. Yeah. And he's sitting there telling me at, at the very front, he's got tears in his eyes. He's telling me all I could do is I could just, I, he said, even in the midst of everything, yeah. God's good. Yeah. God's good. And he's like, man, that song so touched me. And here I am, I'm listening to this guy and I'm going, wow. that's maturity. That's strength. Yeah. That's, that's a testimony because people don't, they don't care about your successes as much as they care about what do you do when you fail? Mm-hmm. Or when you're hurting, when you're you know? Hurting. Can you still say God is faithful because you're anchored in um, that that truth of who he is? And how do you think God responds to somebody like that when he sees somebody that uh, everyone else in the world is going, curse God and die? Yeah, yeah. And they stand their hand okay, and they and go, they say, oh, all I my life it. you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. God looks down and goes, oh, has to move his heart. I love this person. I love well, what they're doing. Man. Yeah. Proud of proud of them. And the Bible says that when when the early disciples did that, you read about it, Acts 2.47, it says then that they actually gained favor with the people. Mm-hmm. And there's something about it. When you gain favor with God, he opens up doors. I, you know, we say it all the time that a day of the Lord's favor is greater than a lifetime of labor. So listen. 
if you're going through difficult times, those are the times to, to, to lift your hands and to declare, God, all my life you've been faithful and I'm yours. And so develop a lifestyle of praise without apology. All right? Here's the last thing that's going to cause God's favor to come upon your life. And that's this. Walk in goodness and integrity uh, towards other people. You know why that gains God's favor? Because that's who God is. Yeah. So you are like God when you operate in that. You're, what I mean by that is that you, you carry the characteristic of God, and God shines down on that. See, God promises you favor, but he condemns the person who is wicked in their actions. So walk in integrity. Uh, walk in, um, in goodness. In fact, it's the goodness of God that leads people to repentance. We, I was just singing, all my life you have been faithful. All my life you've been so, so good. It's the goodness of God that... Yeah. And we have, you know, so, so many uh, opportunities, man, just in like every day, so many opportunities in one day that we can share the goodness of God with others through, um, you know, uh, the way we act, the words we speak, uh, the smile we offer, the the encouraging text, the um, the prayers that we can pray for them. We are literally displaying that in the lives of other people everywhere we go, uh, when you're going in the store, when you're um, at work, when you're at home with your kids, we can display God's goodness uh, even when we don't feel like it. We can, we can uh, show the faithfulness, the goodness, the kindness of God with the help of the Holy Spirit um, in every situation. You know, I want to read three different um, quotes on integrity. And, uh, and, and these are just powerful. Uh, George Morrison said this, not only did Judas sell Jesus for 30 pieces of silver, he sold himself. Hmm. What are you, what, what are you, how, uh, how, what is it that it costs to buy you? For Judas, it was 30 pieces of silver. Wow, yeah. You know, I've, I've talked about where's your integrity. So if you're at uh, Home Depot and you go in to buy 20 bags of mulch, and they say, hey, just turn around, you know, you know, pull your car around and just fill it up. And you think, hmm, I'm going to get 21. Well, then your integrity is worth the, <laughs> a, bag, the, of a mulch. bag of mulch. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Think. This literally just happened with me and Blakely. We were at uh, TJ Maxx Home Goods. Shout out to all mm -hmm. the shoppers and the lovers. You guys were in line TJ for like Max. an hour and a half. We were in line for an hour, not an hour and a half. Let me have, let me tell the truth. But listen what happened. So Blake, hey, you, our daughter you just had integrity. Yeah, I am. <laughs> our daughter is getting ready to move out. Sorry, I interrupted your quotes. I just need to tell a quick story because this literally just happened. And we were guess what we were buying for her apartment? Pillows. Pillows. <laughs> we were in line buying a few pillows with some other things that she's going to need, and um, she had a separate like purchase that she was paying for, and I had things I was paying for. And we got out to so the the cart. She looked. She kept saying to me, "I think her." Uh, cost was like $54, $54. She's like, I got, I got three pillows. I got kitchen towels. I got dish towels. I got other, that's so cheap. Why was it so cheap? And so we're pushing our card out to the car, looking at her receipt. And somehow there's like, she had three pillows, one pillows on the receipt. The other twos, she didn't get charged for. 
So we're putting stuff in the car and I'm all, look again, because how can we get out of the store? We literally just stood there. They scanned everything. They put it in a bag and we didn't get charged for it. And sure enough, she didn't get charged for it. And y'all, we had waited. I'm not exaggerating an hour in the line. Y'all know that store. Anyway, uh, but without any question, without any hesitation, Blakely said, hey, just pull the car up. I'll run back in. Uh, I need to pay for these. And she was able to skip the line and do the right thing. But um, yeah, you know, we, we live, we live in a life where you may think that small things like opportunity to keep your integrity or not go unnoticed or no one would know we could have easily just driven home and not paid for the pillows that we got out of the store with, but that wouldn't be the right thing to do. That's not who we are. Like we are Christ followers. We have, we are like him. We- so think about that. When you do something like that, does God not look down and go, mm-hmm. I trust you. I trust, I trust you with more. You. I'm going to give you some more of my favor. Yeah. Like we would to anybody else who we could bless our kids and we give them, you know, money and they they tithe off of it or not. You know, they do the right thing. They they give and help a friend with their $5 and buy a candy bar and they keep a five like, oh, I'm going to give you more because you're wanting to help other people to bless others. You want to do the right thing. Anyway, an example from the life of here, read, Tatum. Read, uh, read this guy here. Okay, here's another quote. We're coming back to um, Peter uh, Scotzi. I don't know his name. Uh, Integrity is not a 90% thing, not a 95% thing. Either you have it or you don't. Peter Scotus. Yeah, so it's not just halfway. It's... Yeah, you either have it or you don't. Go all in. Walk in goodness and integrity towards others. And God promises that as you do, he is going to give you unmerited, supernatural, amazing favor from from the Lord. And it's promised to you. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs 12, 2, good people obtain favor from from the Lord, but he condemns those who devise wicked schemes. So again, you want favor from God? It says good people obtain favor from the Lord. And that's who you are. And that's why you're listening to this, because you're trying to grow and increase. And in fact, by the simple fact that you're listening to this podcast puts you in literally in the elite, um, not because you're listening to us, but because you're you're wanting to strive and grow. Listen, only about 10% of people in America right now actually improve themselves by growing, by intentionally, intentionally by reading books yourself. and feeding yeah. and pod, podcasts and all this. And this is who you are. And I want you to know that God's favor is on your life. And I know that you are a person that wants to walk with God. And so let me just encourage you again, seek after him diligently. <laughs> Go after, I mean, don't. Just, I, I deny to be denied. I refuse to be refused. I will not give you rest, God, until I find you. Number two, search out the wisdom of God's word. Search it out, baby. Like, find his like it's a treasure map. Yeah. Go on a search. Go find it. Go on an exploration. Get these daily habits on the inside of you. Number three, develop a lifestyle of praising God without apology. No matter what comes my way, though, though, though you slay me, Job said, yet shall I serve you. Yet shall I worship you. And then walk in goodness and integrity towards other people. And when you do, God promises that he will give you great favor on your life. That's a good word, babe. And it's going to be a great day. 
Everybody, what an honor it is, again, to be able to speak into your life. We hope you guys do. Have a great rest of your day and a great rest of your week. Keep smiling. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God. Amen. God bless. See you guys. <laughs>